0: Dear Ann Landers, my husband is in shock. I'm extremely upset years, My son got married again. Dear Ann Landis,
1: my very Dear Ann Landis, my son. I've never seen a woman here, Abby. She thinks way she too much her son. She had to get married. Dear Pod. What if you told her spouse that that's how she started? Every fucking day. <laughs> we have eggs waiting for you. They're two points.
0: You're just like you're like this is the this is the most wonderful bed I've ever slept in.
1: Oh my, oh my god. god! I'm what, in what, Oprah's what a, house. What a
0: beautiful morning. And it's like
2: good morning. <laughs> oh, oh fuck! Oh. I'm
0: picking my own oranges.
1: Yes. Okay. All right. This is
0: the best book. ever. Barbara Angelou's ashes are in your orange juice. <laughs> <laughs> like whoa. I am awake.
1: <laughs> I know why the cage bird sings. Holy shit. <laughs> she sings for Tropicana.
0: We <laughs> <laughs> asked the maid, does she do this every day? I'm not allowed to s- I'm not allowed to speak.
1: No, she doesn't even speak, she just looks down. Yeah. And she blinks. Yeah. Blink twice if Oprah's keeping you hostage
0: she has blinders on like a horse in Central Park
1: she's just you look at her and she's got those cloudy eyes <laughs> she has sunglasses in every on. horror movie yeah, yeah. yeah she takes
0: them off and it's just like two blank screens
1: Concepcion don't talk to her Concepcion <laughs> okay Oprah I'm gonna need you to shut up because I have a really crazy hangover I
0: thought we all had margaritas last night but you didn't
1: no I didn't but I put something- a new she, car! She
0: makes everyone margaritas, and she just forgets to add tequila in hers. But she <laughs> pretends she's drunk the whole night.
1: This is crazy, huh? Margaritas! You
0: said you've been up since five. We went to bed at five. That's right, wait.
1: Who? What? You're an animal! <laughs> animal, Oprah! I was obsessed with California when I was a kid. What's that? The state of California. Oh. <laughs> 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 California
0: <laughs> you work at the Pigly wiggly
1: I've shopped there before <laughs> so I, I was obsessed with California and I'm in fourth grade the state the state of California I have always been obsessed with the state of California so mm. why am I not living there I don't know
0: but well you've been there right
1: I've been there and I love northern Cali I love LA actually I could I love California I don't I'm not calibrated mm. internally For a West Coast lifestyle, as we've discussed before, because my innards are wound tighter than a grandfather clock. I've been
0: roofied in California. (gasps) What? I have, um, I did headshots in California, and... Who's she? And, I mean, I almost moved there, and that, right by, was it by UCLA? I think I almost moved near UCLA.
1: Why were you roofied? Where were you?
0: We were at some club and I just remember every time I tried to talk to someone, it was usually I ended up talking to some girl Uh and the conversation just went not like, not like a typical like Chicago conversation, Uh which is where I was coming from. Uh It was more like, what do you do? What does your parents do? What do you drive? And at one point some girl asked me, I said, is my dad behind me? Why are you like? Why are you asking me questions about like my my parents? Like,
1: what the? F- do you want my twenty three and me? It was
0: so weird. And then this girl's like, "I'm from LA." I'm like, "Well, not really, right? Because no one's really from LA." Well, no, I'm actually from Scranton. Like, I'm like, what, what?
1: <laughs> that didn't take much to dust off that <laughs> yeah. mystery. So,
0: what do you do? Are you a writer? I'm like, no. And then they, she turned around and stopped talking to me. I'm like, okay.
1: Oh my god, that's so LA. Were you at a party? Uh-huh. You got roofied at a party?
0: No, I was at some bar. I don't know. It was oh. a very strange place.
1: Did you, and you left the drink unattended?
0: I don't You didn't put I did. the
1: roofie uh, barrier on it, which is the cocktail napkin over it?
0: I no, I was with all my guy friends from college, and then I just was like, what the fuck?
1: <gasps> that is a nightmare. Hmm. How did you get home?
0: Luckily, I was with good friends, and I was with them so they never left me alone.
1: Jesus Christ. Do you remember things or did you have blackout spots?
0: Uh, blackout spots. Different that- from when I was roofied in Miami with my ex-partner and his friends and our friends left me there. No. That was something hard to recover from.
1: Um, that's why there's an ex in front of that. Mm-hmm. Are you Well, kidding? no, he
0: wasn't I mean he wasn't there, which is the people that I we were with cuz he arrived later.
1: So you don't like, know if like, they the roofied happened? you or what the could have been. This is my nightmare. Oh my god. I That was difficult. So the <clears throat> Disneyland story is I get back to this. So obsessed with California growing up. And fourth grade, my parents decide we're going to take a big family trip to California. And
0: from Boston.
1: From Boston. Yes. But it was one of these like pre-packaged tours and I don't know how they found this cuz this is like back when we used travel agents back in my day. And they used this Crimson Travel Company, and for some reason they had this California package where you go to California with Rex Trailer and Sergeant Billy. No. Do you know who they are? No. I didn't either. They were like TV stars from the fifties. It was like hee haw, and and he played guitar. Rex Trailer, and he was older than Christ when we went on this thing. It's old. So the big thing is that you had to like travel as a group. Rex Taylor. Trailer. <laughs> Rex Taylor sounds like a porn star, though. Rex, Rex Trailer. Trailer sounds like a porn star. Rex Trailer and Sergeant Billy. Did you know who they were? No, nobody. And for well, some reason, my family. He's a Boston-based found this. Based
0: regional television personality, broadcast pioneer, cowboy, and country and western recording artist. Oh, he was he Boston-based. As the host of the long-running children's Sullivan Show, Boomtown. He died in 2013.
1: Oh, <gasps> so recently. God, he was ancient when we did this. And And, this was like the the 90s, 80s, 90s. And he was doing this like through his life. And it was a prepackaged tour where it was like, you know, 60 people. Yep, yep, that tracks. And those two were in charge of you. Everything you did. We went to the QE2. They did a performance. I didn't know what was going on. I think I got a hug from Rex Trailer. He probably touched me. And I, I have blacked it out. But you go to Disneyland and you stay across the highway. Disneyland is off a major highway. And the hotel is directly across this highway. The most deadly group walk of... It was like the, the March of Bataan. It was 60 people from around the country being led by two old country singers across the 405 to get into Disneyland. <laughs> and we went as a herd. Wait, you have to... It was almost like... You know when you're on a cruise ship and you start to get to know all the characters that are on the cruise ship with you because you're on a very limited vacation where you're seeing the same people over and over again? There was a whole family that for the whole week only wore shirts that had their astrological sign on it.
0: What? Why? Yeah.
1: Every outfit they had said Capricorn, Aries, Taurus. But the best was there was this woman who was in the hotel room next to us and she lost her luggage. And they were like, oh, we're going to get it to you. But we didn't, we didn't have like the crackpot system we have now where it's delivered to you like the next day when it comes on the next flight. It just got lost. So she bought an outfit while she was there, but she got a t-shirt with her face on it. <laughs> Instead of like just buying a Disney t-shirt, she had a picture taken and her face was put on this shirt. And she got a pair of purple pants and she was at the hotel room next to us and she... And the luggage still wasn't coming. So she was washing this one outfit in the sink. And then she would hang it out to dry. And then the Santa Ana winds kicked up and blew her clothes away. (laughs) So I just wanted to see a homeless guy with like a t-shirt with her face on it that says like, Joan's 40th birthday. And I never did. But I don't know what happened to her after that. I'm sure she was topless for the rest of the week. Oh, that's. But I was too busy be nice. being entertained by two old guys playing a banjo. I mean. And taking us to the Spruce Goose.
0: What's the Spruce Goose?
1: Uh, didn't Howard Hughes make that? Was the heaviest? It was oh, the, the biggest
0: heaviest airplane. Yeah, yeah, and
1: it only got off the ground for like once. Yeah, for ten seconds, and he was like, "All right." Yeah. And then they just made it into a museum. Oh, they did. Yeah, so you can go and sit in the Spruce Goose, but they put like theater seats in there and we sit down and you you know there's a screen and clearly they're going to like show us a movie of something but you sit down and you're like why is there a seat belt here so we all sit down and it looks like a regular theater but you put a seat belt on and this was back when star tours was new and so people were way into motion odyssey movies mm-hmm. so they wanted to like up it so we're watching this screen and it's like a screen of the vistas of California and then we're like Bring. And everybody tipped to the right. Everybody tipped to the left. So they tried to do a Motion Odyssey movie, but they didn't go all out. They just put in enough hydraulics to make people move from right to left. So it's just an audience full of awkward adults just going, tipping to the side. on,
0: (laughs) On the lamest attraction. Ever. A plane that accomplished nothing other than being overweight and couldn't perform its task
1: and don't we know so many people that are like that <laughs> yeah. that's half the nfl right not there. even
0: Wee. talented not even couldn't even commit to the full show but it
1: gets even better at some point so we're just looking at pictures of california the fields the you know vineyards and then for no reason at all a guy in a pig costume came out and started to dance in front of the screen <laughs> <laughs> It made no sense. And he had a huge pig head on. I was like, you know, I'm gonna find out that he was a serial killer and he was just happened oh, to be in the neighborhood. Yeah. But he, he would go his... out and just dance.
0: Just the people running the program like who is he part of the show? No.
1: No, he was well, outside. Who's
0: that? I don't know. Why is there blood on his tail? Oh I don't that,
1: know. that's Jonathan. It's oh, we, we my,
0: just... my son.
1: Pig dancing. Tip to the right. Pig dancing. He goes up and
0: down the aisle like <laughs> slaughtering people. I know. <laughs>
1: is this the new purge movie i don't understand (laughs) what this audience participation is why isn't
0: there a goose doing this why is it a pig
1: yeah there's no (laughs) maybe that was the thing they were like we tried to get a goose costume from ricky's and it wasn't available
0: i tell you never hire my nephew (laughs) (laughs) he had one job
1: i know we sent him to party city he came back with a pig suit Hey, welcome to Dear Pod, <laughs> the comedy advice podcast. Don't get any on you. Don't get any on you, because you know why? I'm your host, Bob Barker.
0: And I am Maureen Stapleton.
1: Oh, and we're coming to you from the Maha'a bar in the beautiful Pineapple Ranch. Can I hear it?
2: <laughs> you. No. No, you. You're very good, you. No. You are very good, There's you. a lot more to it than that. You're very good,
0: you.
1: I could live every day with Robert De Niro telling me I'm very good.
0: I don't know.
1: Do you think he's you. gonna win anything for the <clears> Irishman? <throat> he's not nominated himself.
0: No. I don't think he will. But
1: win. I love to analyze this. God, what a good movie.
0: The, was that, is that part of his like comedy? Yeah,
1: part? that was when he yeah, but no. he was very successful in that one. That was a very it's this is pre Meet the Fockers. This was pre Last Vegas. Pre oh, him making it bad was choices. A pre or
0: post Rocky and Bullwinkle.
1: <gasps> he did Rocky and like a live version of it?
0: Yeah, girl. I didn't even know
1: this was an option.
0: It shouldn't have been, but it was.
1: But somebody greenlit it.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they did. Yeah. Yeah, they did.
1: Somebody greenlit Wolfen. Things happen.
0: I liked him in uh, Stardust. I really liked that movie.
1: Stardust? I don't know that.
0: Stardust. um, Claire Danes is in it, which I know. (gasps) I know. I know. I, I suffered
2: through that.
1: <laughs> the dinner party at Claire Danes. I forgot. About. If you are listening right now and you haven't listened to the episode where we do a dinner party at Claire Danes, you need to go back and binge every single episode of Dear Pod. And while you're doing that, can you rate and review and subscribe? We haven't had any reviews lately. Huh. Funny that. Huh. Huh. Don't make him breathe into the microphone like that. Yeah. Also, you can follow us at DearPodOfficial on all your socials. Email us your advice questions, DearPodOfficial at gmail.com, or if we've said something that offends you, which most likely we have, you can definitely email yeah, us we there. We talk about I'll it. I'll ignore it, it. That's right. It's fine. <laughs> yeah. I'll well, look at it and be like, fuck you.
0: Yeah, I don't give a shit. I, know, I don't yeah, know. If you got an opinion that I don't like, I'm probably going to talk about it. But
1: I do give a shit if you go to our website, DearPodOfficial.com for all of your for our upcoming dates that we're going to have we're going to be having a live show in Lancaster, Pennsylvania and for the women Lancaster,
0: Festival, Pennsylvania.
1: Where we you and I don't deal well with the Amish. So we're going to find out what their dark side is while we're there.
0: Well, it involves rape. So let's make it
1: Oh aware. Jesus. All right, know. then I'm sending you in first.
0: I'm checking a new hotel though.
1: <laughs> oh, are you the oh, one goodness. that's by the bars and restaurants?
0: I think what was that noise?
1: I don't know what that was. Did that come from my foot? <laughs> Oh, yeah, that was me.
0: It sounded like a giant mosquito. I was like, what is it behind me? Is it behind me? I mean.
1: Is somebody riding on the spruce goose right now? What's that pig doing here?
2: Linda it, Lovelace? What?
1: what is everybody doing checkers? in here? So I strapped myself into the chair, and then I tipped from right to left. And then I looked, and Danny Kaye was there. And I was like, Danny Bonaduce, you haven't worked in years. I was like, can you get me out of this chair? There it is again. That's my shoe. Sure. I'm sorry. Yeah, that's that's me. And um, I've been eating a lot of coconut milk products, so. Oh. Yeah. Well, yeah. today's
0: topic, ladies and gentlemen, is what? Something, Something that we, we... both <gasps> will never suffer through. No. But we cannot wait to take a, a big old bite out of it. Yeah. Pregnancy. Yeah. Pregnant. Pregnancy. People with children.
1: Uterus is being used. Yeah. Yes. Not I w- birth,
0: just pregnancy.
1: Just the act of being pregnant. Like, I. Oh my
0: God, I'm pregnant.
1: Yes. So everybody pee on a stick and let's dive in.
0: I think it all depends on when someone's like, guess what? I'm pregnant. And you look at them and you're like, oh, but you are? And then there are other ones like,
1: of course you are. Yeah. Like
0: that makes sense. Smart people who actually like life and like children. And, and should like, procreate.
1: Oh, right. Yes. Uh, like example, my friend Bree- who just announced on the Instagrams that she is pregnant. She is a a fitness guru, expert, and her husband is also. And I was like, this kid is going to be jacked. All
0: like, right. you
1: know when somebody's pregnant and still has a six-pack?
0: That would be my sister-in-law.
1: <gasps> what does she do? That's my first thought. I'm like, what is her work? She's workout? a fitness instructor.
0: She used to uh, run the gym at the Four Seasons in Chicago.
1: Whoa. What happened in that gym? What? Do you, what? Of a Four Seasons gym They must have had Like the best and, like, Nordic the tracks or whatever.
0: Yeah.
1: Oh nice Yeah So, so anytime she,
0: she was pregnant You're like You'd never know
1: You would never know And like she's showing Pictures of her baby bump And I was like But it still looks What did you
0: have The thing of M&M peanuts
1: Like 95% of America Is looking at you Being like But you still look Really fucking good <laughs> right. I could She's like, like I don't have
0: to buy Any pregnancy stuff And, and my goes, ass what? is so
1: high And tight <laughs> I didn't even You know Yeah Just a shift dress Yes. We have never been pregnant, you and I. Or no, you and I not together. together. But on a flip side, tell her about the woman yesterday in the train with the
0: two kids. Okay. Uh-oh. So Uh-oh. what no. So this is contrary to what James just told me, his note. So I took <sighs> James' note and now he just fed me this story.
1: I- I- I've acknowledged I have borne witness. So. Okay.
0: <laughs> yesterday. <laughs> we're on the um the train back to the city, and there is a woman. With two children, she is eating a muffin by herself, not giving any to her children. And her children are trying to share a a cell phone because we no longer can teach her children how to do anything without having...
1: We need a screen.
0: Right. Mm -hmm. Screen time. She is talking to these children, not looking at them, but talking to them as if they are... Like, they're friends from friends. I hate this You know, like that sarcastic, already. like, I don't know why you're talking like that. I don't know why you're talking like that. I'm going to take the phone. You want me to take the phone? I don't, like, things like that. Meanwhile, she is spending the entire ride sketching a leaf. <laughs> <laughs> but with such great detail, because I'm watching her, because I, 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 I'm i watching the way that she's talking to her kids, which is a like garbage and she's like, "Why do you keep asking me these stupid questions? Why are you asking me questions? Like, why don't you just sit there and just shut up?" Oh. And she's like this blonde. She's shoving her face with this blueberry muffin, and she's concentrating on this fucking leaf. Meanwhile, you we're on a moving train, so it's like playing Operation on a moving train. Like, it's probably not going to look great, right? Uh huh. Also, her pens of choice, her uh, sketching implements, are not like from Blick. One is, one is like a blue Bic pen. Oh Now God. keep in mind what that looks like in your brain because I think it's on it my sticks. hand. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. The other one is, anything that was in my pencil case in fifth grade, uh, a pen <laughs> that had like the four different colors in it and she's like yeah. looking at it and she's like holding it up and I'm just, I'm just like, I'm waiting for this Rob Ross painting to be revealed to me because I'm just looking at it and I'm like, what is like, how is, what is she creating?
1: And she was so into it.
0: And like totally yelling at her children the entire time.
1: Oh, my God.
0: But not really yelling, just like talking to him like garbage.
1: I, I I, can't. It's like
0: if you go out with like a bunch of friends drinking and there's one guy that you don't like and you talk to him like garbage. That's how this woman talks to her kids. And Oddly. this is how some people talk to their children. I'm like, they are not an adult.
1: No. They don't understand the, the nuances of sarcasm. Believe me, I've tried.
0: Listen, I do it to some people I know, but I don't own these children. No. So I can talk to children however the fuck I want. I
1: swear. And it's also on the trains. Like, people really let their shit hang out on the train. Mm -hmm. Literally and figuratively. Like, they don't care that they're sharing a metal tube with hundreds of other people. So they don't really care how they come off. They don't give a shit.
0: We are watching you. By the way that you were talking to your children, how you are handling the situation. I was on we know oh, that you should not be having these children.
1: I was on New Jersey Transit once, and I was sitting in front of a girl, and there was a family of four across from us. And it was like a precocious eight-year-old, and she kept sort of talking like this,
2: <laughs> and the mother didn't do
1: anything to sort of be like, train voice, train voice. You have an indoor voice. You don't need to scream. I'm right across from you. But she sort of wanted to have that sort of like, I'm letting everybody know how smart I am on this and the mother wasn't like and so then every now and then the girl be like "Ah!" like make these really loud sounds and we're all in a tube together and it's a quiet time like it's in the middle of the day like we're all traveling during these businessy rush hours now we're not in the quiet car acknowledged people get really intense on the quiet car i actually appreciate that when You're on the New Jersey Transit Quiet Car, my friend opened up a protein bar and got shot the nastiest look from a woman. So I was like, that's good. Let's shut down all the sound in the quiet car. I
0: didn't know that was such a thing.
1: Oh yes. The quiet car is lovely, but it stops at six PM and then it turns into a fucking jungle gym. Mm. So but they were so this girl is just being loud and loud and loud. And the the girl behind me, you know, you know when people like live your dream on the train and you see it and you're like, yeah. The girl behind me, she was like, Can you please tell your daughter to be quiet? Can you please tell her to lower her voice? Because the mother was not being mm-hmm. aware of like other bodies around her. And she, she like child shamed this gal behind me. And I was like, Do I get involved? Because I was, I felt it right here. She was like, Well, I mean, you clearly don't have kids, right? Like, you should know. And, and mother shamed this, this chick behind me. And I was about to make up a whole story of being like, you know what? I have them. And I would tell that kid to shut the fuck up. But I didn't do it. And to this day, I sort of kick myself for not opening my mouth in that moment. Because my this mom, girl definitely. behind me said the right thing. Yeah. Of like, can you guys tamp it down? You're like screaming for no good reason. And you're not being the, the person that's aware that there are people around. No, she's just being free to be herself. She's just you know, expressing herself. But you're clearly not a mother, so you don't understand. Mother shame, even amongst mothers, is a big issue I with would say chicks. I don't have
0: to be a mother to realize that we're in a public situation on public trans- transportation, and you need to shut that kid down.
1: Yes. Oh, pregnancy. Oh, my friends have been pregnant. I have heard the stories. I actually have an article that was very specific to a friend of mine Like It it echoes what she went through because she wrote this big tirade on Facebook about the things you should and shouldn't say to pregnant ladies. So if you don't mind, I'm going to dive in on this one.
0: Well, I guess you really don't have a choice. No,
1: you don't. I am steamrolling you like every woman on New Jersey Transit right now. All right. This comes from The Evening Sun in Baltimore, Maryland, October 20th, 1969. The city of love. Well, Maryland wasn't really. The Summer of Love, 1969. I'm just rambling. This is called Pregnant Woman Resents Stupidity. Yikes. Dear Ann Landers, you've defended the fat, the skinny, the unfaithful, the freckled, the hirsute, the pockmarked, the stutterer, and the hard of hearing. Now, will you please say a word on behalf of the pregnant woman? Here I sit, two weeks overdue, afraid to go out of the house. If one more person says to me, Are you still hanging around? I'll commit murder. Yesterday I ran into a former neighbor. She yelled clear across the supermarket, Why, Marie, are you pregnant? I yelled back, No! I'm carrying this for a friend! Please, Ann Landers, tell your readers that no one is more anxious to deliver than the woman who has been carrying the load for nine and a half months. Dumb questions such as, are you sure you figured right, don't help any either. This letter may not seem important, Anne, but a great many people learn from your column, so I implore you to print it. Signed, Big Mama. Dear Mama, here's your letter, and I hope by now you are reading it while rocking the cradle. Anne! Just for the record, they placed her picture in the middle of this article and they put her name, Ann Landers, under the picture. But they dropped it in the middle of the article. So it reads, now, will you please say a word on behalf of Ann Landers, the pregnant woman? That's how that <laughs> reads. So that's why I had to take a pause in the middle. I was like, wait, wait what? What? Who puts this together? Who's in charge of organizing?
0: It is a little fascinating when you go through all these articles, like these tiny newspapers, the big ones. Even if they repeat the article, you're like, oh, that looks great. And then you go to... Like some, like,
1: like the evening sun in a different space. Right. And you're like, yeah.
0: what? Did they just like throw letters on a page? I don't understand. This. <laughs> and they're like, all this separated by yeah. like a space. <clears throat> in yeah. The
1: I don't know. It was print was a different time, wasn't it? Really it really was. Newspapers. So my friend posted this big tirade that she went off on Facebook of like, here's the things you should not say to a pregnant woman. First of all, that I can't even fathom, as I have not been pregnant. What is happening to your body? All I know is that like when you're premenstrual, you have chemicals coursing through your body and you say and do things that you wouldn't say or do unless maybe you were feeling borderline sociopathic. Sure. Because it's something that's taking over your body. So these like chemicals are coursing through your system.
0: But but you chose it.
1: Yeah, but anyway, still,
0: I'm just saying. I, just
1: I know, be but you, not, you would not. That's not a negative. That's a negative thing. You would not be here if pregnancy ask. were not an option.
0: <laughs> Don't I know it?
1: <laughs> Don't I know it? And, and I know- somehow,
0: I this is like this is like a long term present like prison sentence. Yeah, yeah, a- I got it.
1: I know that you yeah, were thanks. built in a tube, but yeah. still, like, if you're going through that, I mean, like, I know how sensitive I am if somebody comments on anything. What? To do with how I look, I you? You know. I know. This may come as a surprise no, to you. No, 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 not but you. I can't imagine if you had chemicals coursing through your body that you had no control over, and somebody says something jackassy it's to like you. It's like the Incredible Hulk. Yeah, you're just like, mm-hmm. and then your face splits in half, and your clothes rip off your body, and I would punch somebody in the groin. And then
0: you run through the front door.
1: Yeah, and then you try to, and then you turn back into a nerd. Yeah, eventually. I, but she wrote a whole thing about the things that people were saying to her. And she was really sensitive because I think she was having twins at that point. So it was a big pregnancy. Mm-hmm. And then for anybody to... I can't imagine people who touch people's stomachs. Would you touch somebody's stomach if it were, if they were not pregnant?
0: <laughs> I don't even allow hugs. So no. You know how I feel. Yeah. I think you know. I would never go up to anybody and touch them. Uh, the- I don't like when people come to me and they start... Touching my dog or like this morning when they started making dog noises, I almost <gasps> took everything within me to not be like, what the fuck is wrong with you?
1: Exactly. Like when it, No, you know, shut
0: up. And some people do that to to kids. And I'm like, Are you feeding a gerbil? Like like the kid knows what the fuck you're doing.
1: Yeah. You're like, They're a aware, pedophile. they speak English. Yeah. You're a pedophile that goes
0: <laughs> Yeah. Oh, yeah. No, I would never touch, I would never but my I had five sisters. And let me tell you, I did not understand growing up what exactly, I just thought they were just mean. But every time they had a baby, I was like, Jesus Christ. Are You're you a, a cunt. nightmare. Gee, <laughs> I just asked you if you wanted something to eat. Go fuck yourself.
1: <laughs> but they don't have control over that. Again, it is a chemical that, that is takes- not
0: for me. Like, it's just kind of like if you have a bad day, don't take it out on me.
1: Yeah, but you know, if something is happening to you mm-hmm. and you don't—well, I know that you're balanced and together and everything. If there is a I chemical am. coursing through your body, uh-huh. did you have control when you got roofied?
0: You know, that's not
1: what- ah, boom. No,
0: but I didn't choose to get roofied. Yes. Someone chose to lay down.
1: Here to get we go again with dumped. this thing. This argument does not hold uterine water. I hate that argument! You chose to let- la- yes. Well, you did! Fucking yes! You did! Everybody. I want to have a baby! I yes. wanna have a
0: baby! I want, have, I want to raise here. the family in this overcrowded yes. climate. And, my, and maybe my daughter will be- I am not going
1: to agree it is misogynistic! Is it? I am pointing at you!
0: How many, how many men are like, I can't wait to raise the family? No, they don't.
1: I don't know. They're out there. I didn't date any of them, but they're out there! Uh,
2: uh, uh!
1: (laughs) If, If nobody ever decided to get pregnant, there would be no guy wearing a pig suit at the Spruce Goose. Great! As a woman, if you decide to have a baby, you have no control over the chemicals that are happening in your body. No, I got it. I got, Even if you don't, point. here's the bitch I, well, about I being a female. It. I did, I did not <clears throat> have a kid. And when I had PMS, those are chemicals going through my body, uh-huh. and I have no control over it. I, I will cry in the middle of nowhere. And as right. of yesterday's yet, 12-hour cry, I guarantee you, like two days from and now. Yet I, you I understand
0: computer. your premenstrual syndrome. Do I you? understand it. I understand that it's beyond your control. Yes. But you do have control if you're allow a penis inside of your vagina. Yes. You're right. And
1: you want that so that's then you fine. Should
0: figure but out you don't have to g-
1: apologize for what chemicals are happening in your body at that point. Yeah, but then you I don't, don't have to be
0: on the receiving end of well, your country. Well, then get the fuck
1: off of the planet, dick. <laughs> <laughs> then don't interact with any female ever again, and none of us Good. will cry Done. over the loss. <laughs> All right. I don't care if I never fucking see your face again. <laughs> I have Joel Grey on retainer right now, and he will come in here, and he will be my co-star. And he'll <laughs> be right. understanding Fine. of the needs of women because he gave birth to Jennifer Grey <laughs> and her fabulous nose that she decided to ruin.
0: As well as her career.
1: I know. That's a shame. I would love it. I would love it in this. This is the only time in my life that I've ever wanted to be pregnant is right now, just to prove you (laughs) wrong. Pregnant out of spite. I will do it out of, people do it all the time. I will do it.
0: That's the problem. And I think that's what we saw last night on New Jersey Transit with someone who had, who got pregnant not once, but twice out of spite.
1: That you know of. That I know of. Maybe she wants those kids to, to, she can bounce her artwork off of them. Okay. What do you guys think of this leaf? Is it good? Does it need more shading? This is the only reason I had you. Mom, I can't get my screen back.
0: If you don't shut the fuck up, I'm going to throw you out the goddamn window.
1: Did she say that? No. But oh, I got excited. Oh, give me an article. Oh,
0: it's Jesus. difficult when, when you're wrong and we have to go on to It's difficult
1: when I'm always right and mm-hmm. it's a shame that you suck.
0: Yeah. Um, I Oh, shoot. I don't know where this comes from or the date.
1: Oh, dear. Stupid boys. (laughs) Boys. I didn't
0: choose to be here. I know. Dear Abby, I'm 22 and my fiance is 21. I'll call him Leon. We've been engaged for two years, but we never set a wedding date because Leon wanted to pay off his motorcycle, van, and boat first. Wow. Well, in the two years we've been engaged... I've had two abortions, and I just found out that I'm pregnant again. What? I honestly don't know how this keeps happening, Abby. I've been on the pill for two years, and I hardly ever forget to take it. Leon never uses any protection because it's against his religion. He wants me to get another abortion, but this time... But this time, I think we'd better keep the baby and get married. I've always wanted a pretty church wedding. My parents promised me one, but I'm afraid if I tell them I'm pregnant, I won't get the wedding. Also, the kind of wedding I want will take four or five months to plan. And I'll be showing by then. Please tell me what to do. In love in Tampa.
2: <laughs> <laughs> you really hit that
0: one
1: hard. <laughs> now we just lost <laughs> our two listeners in Tampa.
0: <laughs> Dear in love, tell your parents you are pregnant and want to be married as soon as possible. Forget the, forego the kind of wedding that will take four or five months to plan. There's no reason why your wedding can be both pretty and prompt. And if, it against, and if it's against Leon's religion to use birth control, tell him to use self-control. Uh,
1: I would have come hate in so hard so on her. So hard. Well, first of all, let's talk about flexible religious morals. You're like, ah, I don't use condoms, but I'm pro-abortion. <laughs> I love the idea that it's like a buffet that you can just pick and choose what works for you.
0: couple things, just words. Tampa. <laughs> motorcycle van Van. boat abortion abortion
1: van was how he got her right so i'm glad he paid it off
0: well he might have gotten it gotten her with the boat then showed her the van and that's where the abortion came
1: (laughs) oh god oh my god
0: i like how it's (laughs) it's just leanne doesn't want to get married because he wants to pay off his motorcycle first of all if you haven't pulled it Paid off your motorcycle Then you probably shouldn't have bought a van And if you haven't paid off the van or the motorcycle You probably shouldn't have bought the boat
1: <laughs> How many modes of transportation does he need And Apparently then the helicopter Apparently he's trying to get away from
0: her Because she keeps getting pregnant
1: <laughs> And then he bought a plane A private plane, spruce goose And, and that, why is there a parachute in the driveway? I bought a railroad.
0: you think that um, yeah.
1: Hot air balloon <laughs> <laughs> Any way that he could get <laughs> He built a
0: zip line from here to Kentucky.
1: I don't know what happened. I don't know why he can't seem to get away. Oh, wow.
0: But he, because it's against his religion,
1: to use a condom.
0: To use a condom. But it's okay for me to have a a painful abortion. Not once, but twice. Possibly a third time.
1: Oh, my God. And also, what pill is she taking? Advil? (laughs) The sidebar. (laughs) What is that?
0: I don't know. I keep taking the same pill. Well, sometimes it's Barney, and then sometimes it's Fred, and a lot of times I just chew on Wilma. I I assume <laughs> I was that I'm gonna.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand. I keep taking a pill every day. You know the ones that say M on them, and one of them is red, and one of them is blue, and one of them is green, and they're kind of delicious pills. <laughs> I
0: guess I should have known when the tagline was "A Million Strong and Growing." I didn't really.
1: I take these pills every day, and they keep telling me to taste the rainbow. And I don't know why I keep getting Does pregnant. Does that mean
0: I'm going to be a homosexual because I'm tasting the rainbow? And if so, is the rainbow on his butt, because that's what Leon always makes me go for. These
1: pills are really tart. They go right to your jaw, you know? Leon. Tampa. Wait, <laughs> mean, first of all, Leon Tampa. Tampa. I mean, those are two strikes against this guy but to begin with.
0: Oh, see, I had, I had original articles that I, um, uh, planned to do, Planned to do. Mm-hmm. And then it was like, I do like a, like a, let's just see on the way here. And that's why I don't have my dates.
1: Oh, oh, you kind like, of, oh, that's really better.
0: Know that. I don't know. I changed
2: my,
1: that's okay.
0: You're allowed I, to. I know. I know. It's I know. Free... I'm a man. I, I, I can, <laughs> I can. I can
1: You have choices. I do. Men have have choices. choices. I
0: can choose to keep it or Mm, to not. Under his eye. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Maybe the Lord has
1: blessed us with good weather. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. Then I'll give you a choice of these because I have two. I narrowed it down to two, but I just couldn't decide. They're very different. Okay. How about this? You choose. Pregnant woman gets passions for food, or pregnant by daughter's mate. Mother now wonders what to do.
0: Wait, can the the first one again?
1: Uh, Pregnant woman gets passions for food.
0: Passions for food. Yes. Okay, let's do that one.
1: You want passions. Who doesn't want passion? Not a pregnant woman. Oh, no. This comes from the Tucson Citizen, Tucson, Arizona, December 4th, 1973. The day after my brother was born. Mm. Maybe this was my mother. Could be. Pregnant woman gets passions for food. Dear Ann Landers, I'm an average housewife, 30 years old, with two darling little girls and a nice, hard-working husband. We are expecting another child in eight weeks. This morning, my father came over with a beautiful present for us, a lovely three-and-a-half-pound roast. I decided to prepare it in advance and serve it for dinner tonight. I was really excited because we haven't had any beef for quite a while. At 4 p.m., the roast was finished. So I took it out of the oven and I put it on the sideboard. It looked so tempting. I decided to take a little taste to see if the seasoning was right. (laughs) Well, Anne, I can't explain what happened to me, but it's like I went berserk. I couldn't stop eating. I ate the whole roast. Afterwards, I felt so guilty I nearly cried. Nearly! I felt like a rat when I was preparing the substitute dinner, a tuna casserole with noodles. I was so ashamed of myself, I just couldn't tell my husband what happened. Will you please tell me why I did such a rotten thing? It might help if I understood. Signed, a Texas glutton. Oh, I should have done that whole thing with a southern accent, but here we are. Can't do it again. Hindsight. Dear Tex, sometimes pregnant women develop a sudden passion for food they haven't had in a long time. Then they become convulsive about devouring large quantities of it. They just can't stop eating this is probably what happened to you. Don't prepare any more roasts in advance until your baby is born. Anne.
0: I like how she said she hasn't had beef in a long time. It's probably been about eight months.
1: (laughs) I would say, too. (laughs) I I really haven't
0: had a big tube steak in a long time.
1: Ew, tube steak. (laughs) Oh, God. That ribeye that I used to have on the regular was really... It's been put on the back burner.
0: I remember when I could take that whole kielbasa that was about eight months ago, and now here I am.
1: Hot dog after hot dog after hot dog down a hallway. i
0: passed around at a party. I mean, the hot dogs would be passed
1: around. <laughs> around. <laughs> Cocktail wieners. I wasn't picky. Three and a half pounds. She ate three and a half pounds of beef in one sitting. Can you imagine walking in on that? Some Rosemary's Baby shit?
0: No, but... Wait, so she hasn't had meat in eight months?
1: Uh, she, she just said a long time. She wasn't specific. It's been mm. a long time since I've had meat. Yeah. So I ate three and a half pounds of it. I can't blame her. Every now and then you just get a craving. Yeah. Give me another article.
0: All right. Well, I've traded um, accuracy for...
1: For emotion. And yeah. And that's okay.
0: Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Here we go. Yes. Pregnant women work because they must. Mm-hmm. Dear Abby, please say something about pregnant women who work in offices right up to the time their labor pains start coming two minutes apart. I realize it doesn't take any brains to breed, and some of those nitwits can't count very well. Also, they were in their fourth month when the office gave them a bridal shower, so they can't very well quit three months later for maternity leave. But it sure makes it tough on the other girls we have to bend down and pick up things they are constantly dropping, and they can't reach the high files and can't bend down to get the lower ones. They're always leaving early for a doctor's appointment, and if they're late in the morning, we have to excuse them because of morning sickness. Pregnant women do not belong in an office. They belong at home. Signed, Mary Lou in D.C.
1: Did you write this article? <laughs> are you Mary Lou?
0: Do- Mary Lou is M A R Y L O O.
1: Oh, Mary Lou! Mary Lou, who? Mary Lou, bathroom. Mm-hmm. Lou.
0: Dear Mary Lou, that's where they'd like to be homed. There is only one reason in the world pregnant in in the world a pregnant woman wants to go to an office, and that's because she has to work. So, how about a little compassion, sister?
1: Oh my God, I'm Abby today. It's happened and you're Mary Lou and Kathy is walking around the end train right now. It's all real. It's all coming, coming up to fruition of words that aren't coming out of my mouth that Mm. good school her. She needed a little bit of something like that.
0: I don't think I I mean, can you imagine? like, is it real? like, are you really that upset about a pregnant woman in in the, in the office?
1: In an office space. Yeah. Maybe that would be something if you worked, I don't know, on the line at the Ford factory. And you'd be like NASA. Uh, yeah.
0: And every time she turns around, she just keeps pushing all these buttons. And she just <laughs> shot four rockets into the sky. <laughs>
1: <laughs> killed 10 men. Can't believe it. Wasn't I can't tell ready. if that was on purpose. Wasn't even ready. Her belly button alone has killed people.
0: Next thing I know, there's a nuclear disaster because she sat down on the wrong keyboard.
1: I like that she's pissed that she has to pick up pencils and things that are on yeah. the floor. Like
0: just like she can't read. You know what? You should. Why is the? Why are the files so fucking high? How about that?
1: Maybe that's the problem. They need to readjust the workplace in general. I'm just saying. Not everybody is four foot ten. True. I meant the other way around. But still, if these nitwits. Nitwits! I swear to god This is why I thought You were the one Writing it
0: Well that's why I aborted No pun intended My other My other Things Because I saw these And it was like This is really Oh my god really this mean. really
2: Strikes a chord with me Yes
1: And you should really Bring back the word nitwit. There are certain words That we need to I
0: realize it doesn't Take any brains To breed And some of these nitwits Can't count very well
1: Nitwit! If you bring back when nitwit I'll bring back dipshit.
0: I don't like dipshit as much as I like nitwit. Or how about what my mom used to call me? A pissant.
1: Oh, yes. Or pisher. Also, that that was from Baby Boom. I learned that. And I couldn't Mm. tell if it was a swear or not. But the way she said it, I was like, ooh, she's saying it with conviction, so it must be a swear. Pisher. I said pisher. 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 When I was a kid. Yeah,
0: pisher.
1: Mm. Maybe we need to bring back classic burns. Yeah. In 2020 like things that you would insult people with in 1920. Look, be that as neither you nor I have ever suffered through the Pains and joys of pregnancy. I say it's no, time to call but, somebody who did.
0: But you're, like, the first half of this podcast. I felt that like
1: I did. I gave birth me. to this podcast, and that in and of itself I did, too. Is See, painful. we both laid
0: down, and <gasps> we both, and we both agreed to it. And we Therefore, made all the growing pains and all the morning sickness we both share.
1: Exactly. And then Jules has to suffer through it with us, goddammit. And he can He can't was complain. our third. He
0: was in the bed together. <laughs> And when he was rimming me, and I was rimming you, and then he was doing me, and then I was doing you, and then all of a sudden we birthed this thing.
1: And it hurts me every day, (laughs) just like most children hurt their parents, this podcast. It's time to call my mother once and for all. It's time. Is this the last time we call your mom? I don't ever, ever, (laughs) because she's going to be like, I'm done uh, I'd like to quit the, the iPod, please. I would like to know. Please.
0: I'd like to know exactly how you were conceived. Um, that's I, what I'm going to ask her. I am like,
1: horrified and yet curious. What's what was gonna she happen. wearing?
0: What was happening? How much liquor?
1: I'm going to say white zinfandel was involved.
0: Was it over a bench? <laughs> <laughs> I'm,
1: I'm already,
2: like I'm already. Gonna, oh, hello. <laughs>
1: Uh, hi, sorry, sorry, we interrupted our laughing for a minute there. Uh, oh, hi, I'm well,
2: sorry. Uh,
1: sorry about the joy. I
2: am. Patrick has some oh.
1: horrifying questions for well, you today. I'm glad
2: somebody's happy. God. <laughs> oh my God! What uh, happened to you, June? You're not I'm pregnant,
1: nothing. are you? Are you I pregnant? I am
2: looking around this house, and it's a mess. This is my January doldrum. I've got paint samples. I want your father to start painting now. I think I need a complete makeover. I look hideous and I have had it with snow and cold. I I need to get someplace warm quickly.
0: Is this the negativity you told us to avoid? <laughs> <laughs> okay.
2: Are you are you pregnant? <laughs> yes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh, right. wow uh look the topic this week is pregnancy
2: and be that as oh my neither God. myself
1: nor patrick have ever experienced this can you tell us about the joys and pains of pregnancy
2: i lost my mind when i was pregnant <laughs> well actually after after the birth i was i lost my mind I, I think with with my first one i went through like a real funk that lasted months and uh I don't know. They didn't really do anything for you back in the 70s. They just you'd go to the doctor, and you'd complain, and he'd say, "Well, get man. over it." Yeah. <laughs> yeah, get over it. And nowadays they give you stuff, you know. But Thanks I am better yeah. off yeah. not having had stuff. So, uh, but but stuff. when Alan was born, I went kind of like in, into a, 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 I guess, a depression. Not nothing personal, Alan. If you're listening, uh, <laughs> <laughs> he's not. Don't worry, he's not. He's not. But I I think it was because it was December, I was stuck in the house all winter and the only thing that pulled me out of it, I started to go back to work one day a week. However, when you were born, I was ready for it, just waiting for it, and it never happened. As a matter of fact, I kinda like went the other way and I became a hippie <laughs> and I would eat cheese and crackers and put on music and dance with you. And you were like two months old. And so this is why I am the had good any, child. Any formation in your Personality of today, that you were you were dancing when you were like eight weeks old. So maybe that had something to do with your current. Maybe it was the way that she was conceived. Stop it! <laughs> stop it, Patrick! Stop! <laughs> and yet I, I, I'm, I like, yeah, I... I'm like, I'm like, stop, stop, go, stop, uh, go. Uh, oh God! <laughs> <laughs> I, I was delivered by like a stork. Sound, I was delivered I like by the a stork. sound
0: effects that went along with that. <laughs>
2: Oh, my God. Well, I don't think I'm going to talk about anything like that. Um, <laughs> public, public well, you can. Public airways. you can. You can.
0: You can. doesn't it. bother me. Don't
2: listen to Patrick. <laughs> don't listen to him. Look me in the
1: eyes. Don't listen to him. All right now I'm scraping my eyeballs out of their sockets. Oh, my God.
2: That's fine. Yes, you can I go. Know. This is
0: a safe space.
1: This is... Nobody's listening. No one's it's, listening. No. You can talk about
0: this it. Is, what were yeah. you wearing?
2: Were you... I still <laughs> was white Zinfandel ball I'm going into that. Port wine what? cheese
1: ball Triscuits.
2: <laughs> the stage is set.
1: Eleanor Roosevelt.
2: <laughs> what are you doing in here? How did you get onto this topic? Bulky. I can't believe it. Um, yeah. We, this was
1: your daughter's choice. This was not my choice to discuss well, that. Well,
2: actually, I, I'm sure that it's a good topic. Uh, everybody's got an opinion on that, so you should have a lot of an interest, opinion on what, know?
1: how I was conceived?
2: <laughs> no, on like pregnancy,
1: birth. the, birth.
2: the br- birth. Oh, on actually. what you should do.
1: Well, this is technically not birth; it's pregnancy. So things oh. that you experience during
2: pregnancy, mm. basically, okay. is well, the theme. Well, uh, I, 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 passed out and threw up over French toast, and <laughs> maybe Pepsi. you just didn't want
1: it. <laughs> <laughs> a, were you at Denny's? I mean, it's not high end <laughs> yeah. French toast.
0: I mean, you I done improvement.
1: The same. <laughs> yeah.
2: Just weird. And then when I was pregnant with you, I was sick for like three weeks solid, day and night. And I Same. used to hang out the window of the car to get <gasps> air. See? What I'm saying So is Aaron that, was oh, stealing,
0: stealing your brain. breath even then.
1: Yes, I was. I was making you sick to your stomach before oh, I was even my on this God. earth.
2: I, I remember now that like it's like being nauseous 24 hours a day for about three weeks. And your father would try to get me out of the house and take Alan down to play basketball, and the two of them be playing basketball, and I am in the car with the window open, with my two arms hanging out the door.
0: That That would have been a vision. Why did
2: you just leave me home? Why did you? (laughs) Which is also how she was conceived, how I was conceived. (laughs) (laughs) And then I thought, what have I done? Am I crazy? (laughs) See, there
1: you go. Every woman during a pregnancy probably asks themselves, "What did I do to myself?"
2: absolutely there are absolutely. the non-magical
1: moments of pregnancy yeah and
2: then as time goes on like you know like eight eight plus months you think how am i gonna get this out <laughs> <laughs> which is ironically what it. patrick
1: said when they brought their piano into their apartment <laughs> how am i gonna get this how out of here
0: that's a narrow hallway wow such a wide piano
1: are you
2: happy that you had kids of course I am. Did
0: you yes. notice that you can, pause? That ironically I mean, pregnant pause? No probably, one's listening. Yeah. just us. I'd probably
2: have a lot more money in the bank if I didn't have kids. But oh, uh, that's for damn. I God. guess that's kind of <laughs> universal. But then you
1: wouldn't be on this podcast, which brings you so much that's joy. That's right.
2: I would be sitting in the other room grousing about the color of the walls. If it <laughs> weren't for you. If
1: it weren't for <laughs> me, pointing so out said, that that, that is a terrible color. Tour.
2: I'm going to go pay some bills instead. And then your phone call came in, so you got me away from that, too. So, oh, okay. Other than that, I'm so having I, a really good day. Is the weather bad there, then? Is this no, what's... actually, a- it's, it's absolutely beautiful outside. We have a three-inch coating of white snow. It would be like the perfect day to go skiing if my bones weren't so brittle. Uh, but other than that, it's a lovely day. I know a drug that can help
1: you with your brittle bones, Blydenus oh, Prolia. Just please take this <laughs> scarf off my neck. It's so heavy. Please give me I, some Prolia, please. I'm <laughs> barely standing. I don't know. Standing. I think I'm beyond. Here's a question, because based on some of the things we're talking about today, did any strangers touch your stomach?
2: Strangers? Or anybody touch your stomach?
0: You know when people go, up, oh, you're pregnant, and then they start they touching. They feel it's okay oh, oh, to...
2: Oh. Oh, I thought you meant like the doctor, in which case he just shoves his whole hand up. Uh, ah! But. <laughs> <laughs> <That's dangerous>. <laughs> <laughs> Somebody hand me my Angelo's
1: <laughs>
0: Oh, we're going to have to disconnect them. We're going to, I'm going to have to dip my eyes in bleach. I'm going to dip my hands and eyes in bleach. We're going to have to go to a commercial.
1: Cut to commercial. Cut to commercial. Do you use Prolio for brittle bones? If somebody can help me, my head is sunk down to my ass. I'm blood thinner. Well, this was enlightening. Well,
0: thank you so much for all the visuals that you've provided I'm glad that you also didn't overshare
2: with Patrick's unfortunate advice question <laughs> here on Dear Pod. Well, you were looking for info, and I had plenty
1: oh, of Oh, yeah, so. you did. Dear Pod, the comedy advice podcast that makes you want to dip your head in boiling bleach.
0: Well, I certainly don't want to put my hand in your vagina.
2: <laughs> oh, <laughs> we
1: my oh, my God! <laughs> oh, my God! <laughs> this, oh, this my God! This conversation is over. Sunday
2: morning. Sunday morning.
1: <laughs> well, I hope you have a relaxing rest of your day, and um, I'm going to go
2: rip my eyes out I'm of their do, ocular
1: cavities. And... But
2: it's gorgeous out, so I'm going to go outside and get some fresh air. So you guys have a great day. <laughs>
1: okay. You too.
2: You right, do it. Bye,
0: right, Bye.
2: Bye, Jim. Bye. Buy your ass. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> Hang up the phone on her. Okay.
1: Jesus its rice. Jesus <laughs> its and rice. Wow. I think that might be one of the best moth reports yet. I agree. It's enlightening. Hey, it would sometimes just put your hand up you. Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> God damn it. I've told you that I watched that documentary about breastfeeding and how important and how like. Um,
1: Why did you watch that? Was that on it was Netflix? interesting, yeah.
0: It was just how like. Women were shamed um, out of breastfeeding yeah. and into all this st- formula, formula. shit. And all that stuff. Yeah. It was, it's really interesting how they kind of manipulate you into-,
1: into thinking it's wrong. Well, it still exists. I mean, in that, you know, we have heroin needle safe spaces now that are coming into the city, but don't whip out a boob. In mm-hmm. New York. Like, there's no private breastfeeding area, but you can't do it in public. And there's a lot of shame around breastfeeding. And I think there's a lot is, of intermother shame around breastfeeding if you're somebody who chooses or cannot do it for some reason. Mm-hmm. I've heard that from friends. Really? Yes. That women will sort of like shame other women on it. Like, mm-hmm. you're not doing it naturally. There's so much shade. There's mm-hmm. a lot of shade around the whole process of all of this. So I think it's very fascinating. And I will it is. watch that documentary. It's interesting. And I will go to the heroin safe space where I can dispose of my needles properly. Some people just call it Penn Station. (laughs) Exactly. It's uh, Right now, it's it's Port Authority. At the end of the day, you're another day older. All right. Wow. This is a long day that we're having today, but it's very enlightening. I think the only way to clear the slate on that is with a little... Instagram mail. Instagram, Instagram mail. mail. We've taken we your questions, questions from Instagram, Instagram mail. mail. I put don't my story know who's a Russian a Swede. Oh, I know. All we I get know so many Russian it. bots now. I'm very excited. I like to believe that Vladimir Putin is listening to us right now mm. going, My Mazel was pregnant.
0: Putin it to you.
1: Putin. Yes, that's going to be the new segment we do next week <laughs> Dear Putin Russia. on the Ritz. <laughs>
2: Um, so I have put on our social media
1: that you need to follow us at DearPodOfficial, and we will put on our storyline that we will take your questions. We're doing this several times a week, so keep tuning into our Insta story and ask any of your questions. Now, this ask week, a question,
0: just not a word. This uh, isn't a word association. No, and
1: and you know what? Don't send an emoji. We 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 know that you have hearts. I love out there.
0: sunglasses on a on a yellow face, but yeah, I've moved on.
1: And yes, I want to, le- or want to read something in Romanian, but yeah, maybe try the translate button yeah, if you have a yeah, question. Yeah, because I can't.
0: It doesn't It doesn't allow me to translate it. No,
1: I'm trying. I'm trying my best. Yeah. I also put a very specific question out there on the story, which was, we're talking about pregnancy. Any questions? And my friend Farah, who has experienced the joys of pregnancy and motherhood, just said, could you use some help? Mm. To which I say, yes, yes, I could. My uterus looks like the leather canteen used during the Lewis and Clark expedition. Oh, wow. As someone who has never given birth, I have a hard time giving advice on the subject. Ask your doctor for help, then ask me to judge their abilities afterwards.
2: hey and...
0: Hmm. Could I use some help? If you so much as brush past me in hopes of scaring up a pregnancy, it will not only blow my industrial-strength rape whistle that will <laughs> eviscerate your eardrums, but it will also make sure to it that, <laughs> that your shortcomings will never make that attempt on another woman... Ever again.
1: Rape whistle. I'm going to put a pin in that so I remember a story that goes oh, with good. that afterwards. Can't wait. Can't wait. Uh, could you tell me how to get to Sesame Street? You take the N train to Steinway in Queens. It's across from the Pizzeria Uno. <laughs> any
0: Anytime I'm trying to get to Sesame Street, I pour myself a stiff Stolichiana and soda with a twist. Go to the cabin in my bathroom. Run my fingers across all my little dolls until I get to the peas. Percocet. It's how I get to Sesame Street. That's
1: lovely, yes. Uh, How does it happen? And this is regarding pregnancy. How does it happen? Any number of ways. Thanks to modern medicine, a man doesn't even have to be in the room, which is a dream come true. At the rate we're going, pretty soon you'll be able to airdrop an egg into a uterus. There's IVF, fertility treatments, artificial insemination, witchcraft, and such. Or you could do it the old-fashioned way. Get drunk at a melting pot in Syosset, Long Island, then go home and turn on Larry King. The rest will take care of itself.
0: How does it happen? If you're lucky, it doesn't. Ah!
1: <laughs> this burns! Dick! And now finally, and this is this is like sort of preamble to pregnancy, this question. <clears throat> when will I find my rich daddy, and will he be as hot as I imagine him to be? A lot of people go online to websites like Millionaire Match, Date a Millionaire, Sugar Daddy, or Elite Singles. I, however, prefer Ancestry.com. There you can find a guy with old-school money and a heart condition. That sounds like the match for you. Someone who is about to die. As to the question of hotness, no! He will not be hot. They never are. Request a lot of candlelit dinners and put a bag over your head during intimate moments.
0: I suggest going to Bergdorf's and ask for Marjorie. Tell her you want a sweet little red dress with a Peter Pan collar with red and black buttons. Head up to the second floor and look at shoes. A simple pair of black patent leather will do. When you're all set there, hold on to your holy cabooses and head off to Frederick Fagai Salon and ask for the Donna McKechnie in red. Now put on a smile because you're never fully dressed without a smile leap lizards you'll look fantastic now march your feisty little frame over to 71st street right off of the park and right before madison avenue look for the name epstein on the door pay no mind to the giant security camera by the buzzer boy will you find your hot daddy in no time just make sure you tell sandy where you are
1: <gasps> i was wondering where he was because i've been listening to a lot of epstein podcasts lately there's a lot of them out there i
0: walk past it every day
1: and what, is it shut down? What, is it His functional? Home? Yeah. Is somebody else living there?
0: Um, I don't know if anyone's living there. No, no, I don't, I, I, I don't, I never see, I only see workers.
1: So something's going on in there.
0: Probably. They're probably, I mean.
1: I'm assuming they're flipping the house and getting rid of the red room.
0: I don't think they've moved anything out yet, but I don't know yet. It's all. It's probably, they probably can't do anything with it for a while.
1: Yeah, because it's probably a crime scene, yeah. right? Wow, can you
0: imagine walking around in there? It's creepy as fuck.
1: Is it a whole brownstone that he has?
0: I will Google it. Oh,
1: please do. Give me the Zillow on this bitch. All right. I'm. I've been listening to these podcasts that are just. I don't know why they're coming out on mass right now. I'm also watching the Aaron Hernandez documentary. I'm oh, really fascinated yes. by true crime.
0: Me. Mean- As well.
1: And we all have a passion for it. We want to know what makes somebody be a horrible fucking human being. Did you watch the Aaron Hernandez thing on Netflix yet?
0: I read about it.
1: (gasps) Watch. I mean, I'm only, I'm an episode and a half in.
0: I was really curious about the homosexuality of it. Well,
1: yeah. I mean, and I don't think I knew all those details, but they interview a guy who was like his high school lover. Right. So, I mean... God, the the lengths he went to push that down. Mm. Holy shit! Don't you feel a little bit better about yourself? You didn't well, get tattoos th- th- again, and kill people. Again, you,
0: you also want to, you know, you want to play devil's advocate. Like, what's his reason?
1: Well, also they talked about the brain hits that he had. So this oh, whole well, building may- is his. Yeah, it's a stunning building. Mm-hmm. When you think of like the horrors that keep happened
0: in mind there. the windows on either side of the um, the front door
1: are are high, blackened, yeah, barred. Yep
0: security camera.
1: But in fairness, I feel like all ground level windows should be. But they're not. In New York.
0: But they're not. Well not if you it's worth seventeen million dollars. So
1: you don't want people looking in there though, in general.
0: Well the frick across the street doesn't have bars on their windows, I'm just saying. And oh. that has a gazillion dollars worth of art. It's That's across interesting. the street from the Frick.
1: It's pretty fascinating the stories of like nobody knew who this guy was, but he lied his way into a new State of life, you know. I mean, it, it's that it's the thing I told you about. Se- about that oh, I'm guy. sorry.
0: Seventy-seven million dollar house of horrors. Se- Seventy-seven $7 million dollars.
1: And that was only one of his houses. Mm-hmm. I mean, sociopaths can get away with so much. <laughs> like, how do you lie your way into upper society like that? If you tell somebody you are who you think you are, people start to believe it. That's really deep, huh? Is it time? Oh!
0: It's time. What? drink cocktails, specialty,
2: cocktail, specialty, specialty drink! drink.
0: Don't mine get me a pregnant, virgin, because
1: I'm not a virgin! <laughs> That's right, this week we have to keep it a virgin cocktail in honor of our pregnant friends, am I correct? So here we've got the Shirley Temple, everybody's favorite temple, oh, found online. Oh.
2: Well, hey, this is found
1: online and enjoyed as a child by Deer Pod's producer, mixologist, and pimp, James Jules mm-hmm. Ferris. I love that child and pimp were in the same sentence there. Doesn't make me feel uncomfortable Well, we were
0: just it. talking about Epstein.
1: Yeah, exactly. It tracks. So in a highball glass filled with ice, you want to add a half ounce of grenadine syrup and fill with ginger ale sprita. Seven up. Keep it classy. Garnish it with a cherry. Now, here's the tasting notes. Put the drink down, damn it! You're pregnant. It seems so unfair to women that during months of stress, dealing with body changes, hormones, fatigue, and husbands who put them in this position, did he write this? It would seem to me that all of you would want to do, all you would want to do is drink for nine straight months. This drink is named after famous child actress, Shirley Temple. When Shirley visited the Royal Hawaiian Hotel or Chasens in Beverly Hills, this drink was served to her. Both restaurants claim to be the creator of this mocktail, the recipe of this drink has evolved over the years. Most variations now don't use the orange juice and usually use Sprite or 7-Up or ginger ale. This drink is a great mixture of lemon with pomegranate syrup topped with ginger ale, ideal for parties. It is a sweet and simple non-alcoholic drink. But don't fret, mommies, to be. That vodka martini is waiting for you just around the corner. <gasps> when was the last time you had a Shirley Temple with a in a glass with a, a guy's ass on it? Well... Nothing says, pure as a driven snow like our assless chaps. This is good.
0: I do like that.
1: You forget how much you like that, right?
0: I love Shirley.
1: This is really oh, delicious really. and refreshing, and I'm going to drink the whole this is the thing. first time
0: I... I've just taken Shirley all the way down my throat.
1: Mm. Oh, please, mister, don't do that. <laughs> Oh, that's disgusting! I really like to be let out, please. That's surely after she's had like a couple malls. She's been on the yeah. MGM lot all morning.
2: How much longer do I have to dance for you, motherfuckers? Where's my trailer?
1: I got a tummy
0: full of cum and nothing in the bank.
2: <laughs> Where's Rex's trailer? Sergeant Billy, put that fucking banjo down!
1: I'm going on a break. I'm. Sag. I spent
0: all day with Linda Lovelace, and all I got is sore, split lips.
1: Oh, God, Shirley, are you sharing a trailer with me again? <laughs> oh, this bitch never stops talking.
0: I'm sorry, Miss Minelli.
1: Can I borrow your hairspray? Absolutely not. Bitch.
0: Mind if I wax your vagina while I'm waxing my own?
1: I expected you would. <laughs> Hello, listeners. And Landa's here. Would you like to see Dear Pod live? Well, you're in luck. Dear Pod is coming to you live at the Fulton Theatre in Lancaster, Pennsylvania. So hop on your horse and buggy and come out for some laughs on Sunday, March 1st at 7 p.m. For tickets and info, you can visit their website at thefulton.org or give them a buzz, 717-394-7133. And hey, while you're there, come and see me play God in Act of God from February 13th to March 8th. It'll be a bond-raising good time. Now go scratch!